Do you want to see the daydreamers do some wild stuff that can't make it to the podcast? There's only one place to see it, and that's twitch.com slash daydreamer media. But now, here's the podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. It's your boy, JJ. I got Keone and Ryan with me here. What up, y'all? What up? Hello, hello, hello. It has been a minute since we recorded a podcast. How y'all been? Good. The dream. Living the dream. Well, we've missed out on a lot. So let's just jump into it with some news. All right, the long-awaited news finally dropped. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers was traded to the New York Jets. This is some big news. How does this uh, change the outlook of the Packers and the Jets for fantasy? You guys want to go like stock up, stock down type of thing? Or maybe like okay. we hit like a bunch of people in a row? Yeah, go for it. This kind of affects a lot, you know? Okay, let's go with the Jets. Uh, Garrett Wilson, oh. stock up? Up, yeah. stock up to wide receiver one or overall or top 12. Top 12. He's, he's definitely yeah. top 12 wide receiver, to top me. 12. Yeah, okay, so stock up. Okay, uh, let's go. Christian Watson, stock up or stock down, down or even just barely. Yeah, I, I, think, need... I think he's a wide receiver too. I, I think he stays mostly even, maybe a little bit down though, just. Uh, not having as good of a quarterback Jordan mm. Love. Okay, so those are basically the two main options. Let's go with uh, running backs there. Brees Hall. Mm, I like also Brees Hall. still injured. Yeah, yeah. They're hoping to have him back by week one. Um, mm. That's their timeline right now, so I expect him, if not back by week one, back early uh, in the season. Scares me a little bit that they're still pushing him for week one, um, but I think this is going to be good for him. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, he's he's a really good running back, and for Dynasty, I, I love Brees Hall. Try to go get him right now while he is still trying to push for week one. Yeah. Any, any, dynamic, any dynamic offense um, works for you know the running game. So you know if they get if they get things going, moving, um, then yeah, it helps. It helps everybody. Okay, let's go a combo there with the Packers running backs. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. Stock up, stock down. Uh, down. I think down because they both yeah. they probably won't score as many points, but I think mm-hmm. the touches will still be there for both of them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Who is the number one running back there? Does AJ Dillon finally get Aaron Jones or no? I think it's still Aaron Jones. I think. It's going to be very close back and forth because they want to start using AJ Dillon more. But I still think Aaron Jones is the better back out of the two of them. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Jets, Flyers on Hardman, Davis, or no, no, Cobb? No. No Flyers on any of them. Okay. Uh, Packers, Flyers okay, so on 
I'm I'm more likely to take a flyer with one of the, with Hardman or or Davis or even Cobb, I think, than some of the guys on the Packers. I, no Dobbs. Really... What about Alan Lazard? Oh, yeah, Alan, Alan Lazard, Lazard on the Packers on the as well. Jets. On oh, the sorry, Jets. Jets. Yeah, Jets. Uh, my yeah, bad. Jets. Well, we'll talk about him. they're like the same organization. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, how many Packers they got on there, bro? Yeah, no, they got yeah. at least three. You know, Mercedes Lewis about to sign next week, bro. <laughs> I don't know if they take him. Um, I I like Alan Lazard probably as the best flyer. Probably yeah, I think I'll do- if you had Dobbs in there too, I think I agree with that. I think Lazard there. Yeah, I take Lazard over Dobbs. Mm. Greg Jennings doesn't like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Ian, he ain't coming oh, out. Dang. You you should have said Jordy. Yeah. All right. Uh, let, next, let's move on in the news. Wide receiver DJ Moore was traded to the Chicago Bears. Uh, how does this affect Justin Fields and, and DJ Moore? Give him more weapons. You know, I mean, we'll see how his passing game, how it, how it um, you know, goes along. Because, um, you know, he's mostly known as that running threat and it's what we've seen from him. But if you give him weapons and give him the opportunity to be a quarterback who has the two around him, we've seen that he can do well. You just have to buy into him. And this is this is doing that. Uh, I would probably say this is the best quarterback DJ's more had. And this is probably the best receiver that Justin Fields has. I don't think it's going to be the jump that A.J. Brown kind of did to Jalen Hurts because D.D. Moore, I don't think, is as good as A.J. Brown. But I could see it being a good move for both, and it, it does make Justin Fields a better overall player. So, But Justin Fields is already kind of like a top-six quarterback to me, and so is and D.J. Moore is kind of in the 12 to 15 range already. Yeah, I agree So I don't think it really moves either one up down. It's just a cool piece. I'm glad yeah. they're together. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to help both of them, but just not. Great for Dynasty. I think it's a great move for Dynasty because DJ Moore just signed an extension too. So they're going to be together for a minute. Uh, Running back Ezekiel Elliott was released by the Dallas Cowboys. He's still unsigned. So we'll uh, update you with news whenever he signs somewhere, if he signs somewhere. I think he goes back to the Cowboys. Uh, Maybe. My early prediction. They already talked about it. Dak said something, Jerry said something. Tight end Darren Waller was traded to the New York Giants from the Raiders. I think it was a week after his wedding. Yeah, Daniel Jones mm. got his uh, number one target. So, yeah, they got to make sure they still got the invite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like this move for Waller. If he can stay on the field, he's a good weapon. I think he becomes kind of the number one option overall. Because yeah. he's around a lot of small slot receivers, guys who aren't number one. But Waller, same thing it's been the last three years. How healthy can he be? Can you stay on the field? Yeah, for sure. Definitely the opportunity. Jones. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Gives him a big body target. Guy that can mm-hmm. use his hands and go get the ball. Uh, if he's on the field, like Ryan is saying. Mm. Wide receiver Brandon Cooks was traded to the Cowboys. Uh, you know, I think they they went and got their wide receiver too behind CD mm. Lamb. Uh, no one else was really working out there, and they needed that offensive explosion. I think it'll be good for for Cooks and for this whole offense. Really, I do think Cooks has a ba- uh, bounce back year. 
I think it's probably just better for the offense in like real life than yeah. it is for fantasy. Mm, yeah. But I think it puts Gallup sure. in a weird, you know, as a number three CD could stay in the slot, doesn't have to move as much anymore. Could help the Dallas offense as a whole. Ravens reach an agreement with quarterback Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's going to be in Baltimore for the next couple of years now. Good for him. You know, not using an agent and whatever, but got a good, pretty, pretty good deal. And uh, yeah, he's the, the guy is again, another guy who, if he can stay healthy, that, you know, they have a lot of potential. So yeah, cause he's their guy. Like they're with, they probably weren't going to get anybody better in this off season than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, running back DeAndre Swift was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Ryan, how do you feel about this? You like Swift? Coming? Well, listen, got Penny, Swift, Gainwell, Scott. It's a deep backfield. Uh, Swift and Penny will probably play four games each before they get hurt. <laughs> so I just hope they play Penny for the first four games. Let Swift then get the next four games. Penny comes back. And game wheels the number one, two back in that. Okay, uh, realistically, this backfield in real life for NFL is filthy. For fantasy, you got to stay away. Because Hertz is going to get 12 rushing touchdowns a year. 12, mm. you know, 10 to 12. Penny, explosive, he's on the field. Swift, explosive when he's on the field. It's hard to um, you know, complain as an Eagles fan. Just you can't draft <laughs> these guys. Yeah, not for fantasy. Even though I, I agree. they're in a fantasy gold situation, so... You kind of take a late round flyer, I guess, and see yeah, you know. at what round. Because I think these these guys kind of sit on the draft board for a little bit. They go, oh, one hundred percent. They shouldn't go to me zone. in the eighth or ninth round. Yeah. So what? Because are you, so are you jumping on them in the ninth round? Oh, one hundred percent. You have a flyer when you take it. If let's say Penny gets hurt, right, which is one hundred percent possible. Guy's been hurt. He is also very cuttable. People forget that <laughs> he signed a six hundred, or he's only guaranteed like six hundred thousand dollars. He's just mm. cut up, very cuttable. Uh, Swift to me could be a guy who could be a, a you know a sissy reception guy. They say, "Hey, hurts no more of these stupid little hits you're taking." Start checking it down. He, he does it game well. He just didn't do it with Sanders. And then behind that back, I mean, it's the best offensive line in the league. You're just gonna get you're gonna get production. So you have to get these guys in the ninth round. Even even Penny, you're not gonna get a backup. Or a handcuff that's or a wide receiver has as much potential as those guys. Yeah, I feel it. Uh, speaking of Miles Sanders, he left in free agency, signs with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, we saw a couple guys in Carolina have some good games. You guys think this is good for Miles Sanders? Drafting him as RB2? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, I think this has a chance for him to show off a little more talent, too, because uh, he didn't get the ball. Like, he didn't get yeah. a lot of receptions in Philadelphia, to be honest, you know. And Bryce That's Young it. is, you know, he's athletic, but he's not really a runner. And so he's going he's gonna to check that ball down. I like, especially Frank Wright. I like the offense. Well, that's not true. I hate the receivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has the potential. I wouldn't say any more than an RB2. Um, but yeah, he's, it's, it's a better than for him staying in Philadelphia, you know, given how yeah, many they have back he's, there. So yeah, he's like potential is like 18 mm. and his floor is like 24. 
Oh, really? Like, I, I see his potential higher than that now. Hmm. Carolina. Really, huh? Yeah. Just, I mean, hey, don't I, forget who Miles was before, though. Uh, I mean, <laughs> don't forget I, he was before, bruh. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But I, a little bit higher than 18 or 15 or so. Okay. And, so yeah. But, but you're right. Yeah. But, and I don't think you can finish much lower than 24 or so. So, yeah, I, I, that's why I see the floor. So, hmm. I, I think he'll be a, a really good draft pick come this offseason in those middle rounds. Quarterback Derek Carr was uh, picked up by the New Orleans Saints after waiving his no-trade clause, or not waiving his no-trade clause, and making the Raiders cut him. Uh, yeah, I mean, Saints, the Saints get a new quarterback. Good for them. Yeah, I'm happy for Chris Olave. I think that works mm. out, especially he's still in the Dome. A division's up for grabs, and Michael Thomas can be healthy. That's good for him. It's not going to happen. Hey, did you guys hear anything about the... I don't see you on here. Camara. What happened with Camara? Has he got no, anything done yet? No, nothing's, nothing's decided yet. We'll, well talk we about know Jamal he might Williams. get suspended still, so... Yeah, well, you're yeah, right. We'll, we'll talk about Jamal Williams. Okay, I gotcha. It. I have it outlined. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Olave. He's going to be Olave, though. I don't know. They were going to do something at quarterback. I don't know. Carr is better than anyone they had last year. Yeah, exactly. Carr is... I don't know. Car, yeah, but, to be honest. Yeah, but exactly not great. I mean, I'm excited for Chris Olave, but not over the moon for Chris Olave. I can't believe we're going to have to say division winner car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy Garoppolo signed with the Las Vegas Raiders then after uh, Derek Carr left. Jimmy G in Vegas. That's mm, a, that's, that's a, a nice fit. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it, he, he fits it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about Devontae Adams with uh, Jimmy G there, Kim? I think was Devontae recently said, like, it, the, I don't like the quarterback doesn't make me or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, all right, you know, I think it's probably, I don't know if it's a step down, but like he's a, he's a game manager type quarterback. Yeah. So he'll probably the get the same tier in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's a lateral move, if anything, and give or take like one or two, one spot here or there. Yeah, you know, still, in terms of quarterback, I, I, I kind of agree with him too. He's still Devonte Adams. He's yeah, still a great wide receiver. Uh, the Raiders also signed Jacoby Myers, um, so it's uh, New England West in Las. You know, I like the move. <laughs> yeah. the The group of Myers, uh, Hunter Renfro. If he's back from the shadow realm yet, because I man, <laughs> once he got hit by once he got hit by that Cardinals dude, that, right? I had yeah. to drop him. Mm. That man could have recovered. So, yeah. but if he's back and then Adams, that's a good trio, man. And we, I know Keanu's going to talk about another guy later. Uh, a little foreshadowing, but uh, mm. I mean, it's a good move, man. I like, I like this offense. It's just Josh Jacobs back there. Josh Jacobs on another, on another contract. On year. Yeah. So, contract love, year number two. I love two, Josh Jacobs on the contract year. Contract year number two. Two is a little more scary than number one, though, yeah. because you know he started to get a little hurt at the He's end. Right? His body, yeah, little, yeah. Little yeah. Boy, they were like, "Well, we're just going to franchise tag him." Three, we'll do it more again. carries. We're, we're <laughs> riding him to the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. but might be good for fantasy. That's mm-hmm. true. Odell Beckham Jr. signed with the Baltimore Ravens, linking up with Lamar Jackson. There, I mean. Mark Andrews I like it, man. Be the Night. number one pass catcher, but 
after that, they don't they don't have a lot. Bateman, I almost feel like Odell, um, Duvernay. I feel like Lamar kind of was like, y'all got to bring some wide receiver talent yeah. before I signed this extension. Because it was like a week later, Odell, a week after that, the draft. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah, need, we need talent yeah. in here, bro. Yeah. I'd say Dell is more flashy than anything. Else. Like, it's a big name, but. That's he, what I was going to say. Don't... It's not the Odell of, of years past. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he doesn't have to be. Mark no. Andrews. No, no, no. Yeah. It's a better it's a better NFL move than it is a fantasy move. They're Don't gonna finally stop using the fullback the round, though, you know? Like let I him fall to the middle rounds. I swear. I've never seen an offense use a fullback that can't catch at all. I mean Patrick Carter's ass, Brad. And they were using them on <laughs> they every are, play. They are definition run first offense. Mm. I they fired that guy though. Yeah. That I guy. mean it's still Lamar. I think still think they're gonna run a lot. I think uh, I agree, but it'd be nice. Let's uh, throw a third receiver out there, guys. We'll get some spacing. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think they got that three receivers for this year. It's going to be crazy, but yeah. Uh, running back Damian Harris signed to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's you know, it's a crowded backfield. Yeah. Uh, I think I like James Cook still. I mean, yeah, Harris is good, but nothing special. And going to lose some touchdowns to Josh Allen there. Mm-hmm. Houston oh, Texans. Yeah, the Houston Texans signed uh, tight end Dalton Schultz and running back Devin Singletary. I kind of like the backfield, Singletary and, and, um, but I'm not in love with either back, though. That'd be kind of yeah. hard backfield to kind of split up there. But Schultz, good tight end. Probably number two target in the offense, to be honest. Well, yeah, Brandon Cooks is gone now. Uh, quarterback. Probably number one target. Yeah. yeah. Who's number one receiver there? I was trying to think about that right now. Who's number one receiver at Texas? Collins, I guess. I, I don't know. John oh. John Mitchie's supposed to come back. He's supposed to be pretty good. Robert Woods go there, too? Robert Woods went there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Houston's going to be very good. Yeah. Okay. But those shots might be a, a good tight end, though. A tight end, I guess. Uh, Baker Mayfield signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's going to fight for number one spot there. Kyle Trash or Baker Mayfield? Yeah, it's who, yeah. Whoever's throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, I think it I mean, definitely hurts both of those, those guys. guys. Are those guys. They fall Number for me. Receivers this year? Yeah, they fall for me. I don't. I mean, I got to see where they land in my ranks. Uh, but oh like man, Baker. I would rather. I'd rather have Baker to be honest. At least I know Baker's a gunslinger. He yeah. may have three picks, but he I might, agree. you know, get two hundred fifty yards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I really don't think. I mean, they're going to be in the teens for sure. 12, 13, 14, Mike Evans yeah. for me. But oh, what uh, a fall from we'll grace. see. He, I mean, yeah, yeah. He could still be a wide receiver one, though, just because his talent is there. Uh, wide receiver Adam Thielen signs with the Carolina Panthers. Good for him for keeping a job. Mm. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> that was your man last year. Don't be doing it dirty like that. I wouldn't say he was my man, but what, bro? I just want a team. We so had I a debate about good. it, bro. We had a debate. We never debate. We're... 
He's an old head as the number yeah. one wide receiver there. All right, well, come on. I'll talk to my charts still there. <laughs> no, no, I'll talk about both of them later. Don't worry. Next, next. All thing. right, Juju Smith Schuster signed with the New England Patriots. That sounds about right for his career right yeah. at this point. Another one year deal. Mm. Be a free agent. But he could also be the number one receiver on that team. Yeah, easy. Both next on to him. He's mm. gonna be. Yeah, Jacoby left, so. Robert Tunyon signed with the Chicago Bears. Uh, I did not see this news. Mm. Is Cole Komet still there? Yeah, Cole mm-hmm. Komet's still there. All right, two, two um, tight end system, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamal Williams signed with the New Orleans Saints. This could be big because, as Ryan alluded to, Alvin Kamara could be suspended and miss some time. This could be one of those guys that just falls to you and... I mean, we saw what he did with Detroit last year, mm. scoring a bunch of touchdowns. I think this offense will be decent, not great, maybe not even good, but Derek Carr is going to be better than what they had last year with Andy Dalton. And so, you know, moving the ball, hopefully he gets some some end zone looks. But, yeah, just, just remember that Alvin Kamara could miss some time and probably stay away from Alvin Kamara in your drafts. Mm. Yeah, be hesitant on him yeah. this year. He wasn't that good last year either. Yeah. I know the offense sucked in general, but it always just seemed like everything was off. Yeah. For the first time, maybe he might be a third-round pick. Mm. I think someone's going to take him. Too high, I know. Probably a second. Yeah, exactly. I just hope they're... You're, you're not listening to the fantasy daydreamers if you're one of those people, clearly. Exactly. So stay away from them. <laughs> uh, Lions signed David Montgomery to their backfield. And we talked about they traded DeAndre Swift. And, and they, obviously they go Jamal Williams, which you just talked about. So away, yeah. I think Montgomery kind of takes that Williams role in that offense. Well, if he gets 14 touchdowns. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he does touch the ball. They're going to want to run first. Um, but that doesn't mean they're going to want to run often. But I think David Montgomery will be that first, second down back. And so he'll be touching the ball quite a bit. And uh, he's going to be, I mean... He's going to be an average running back and touching the ball a lot as an average running back. is. He's probably your running back three oh, with I the potential he, of you flexing him every week. I think he slides into the running back two. Yeah. RB two. Yeah. Oh, man. We, I'd have to, you know what? You I'd have to rank it out. Let me rank it out a little bit more. You must love mm-hmm. Gibbs or something. Let me rank it out a little more and then figure it out. Okay. Uh, the Jets signed Alan Lazard, like we talked about. We kind of already went over that, so let's move on. Taylor Heineke signs with the Atlanta Falcons, and he's going to fight with Desmond Ritter for a starting oh, spot. Okay. It's going to be Ritter. Bet sheet. Start. When does Heineke start? <laughs> Week four. Heineke mm. can win them games, is a thing. And mm. unless Desmond Ritter can get it done, they get, they got a lot of weapons there now. I mean, there's no excuse for them. Yeah. Got some defensive guys. They got some offensive guys. I think we might actually see uh, Heineke this season. Let's go. Grab us a Heineke. Uh, Samaje P. Ryan running back with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals last year. He signs with the Broncos. Another guy to look out for in those middle to later rounds. I, I think he, he's going to be a steal, man. I mean, 
Javante Williams, they still don't know when he's going to come back. He, you're going to be more hesitant on him than Brees Hall. And we were mm. talking about, uh, you know, Brees Hall, maybe he's back for week one, maybe not. Mm. Uh, Javante Williams doesn't look like he's going to be back for week one. He got injured yeah. later. It was uh, way worse of an injury. What you got for me, right? I don't know how to say his name. Nick, something of the athletic reports. I'm not going to try to say your name, bro. I don't want to be disrespectful because there's no way I'm saying it right. Broncos head coach Sean Payton believes there's a good chance Williams will avoid the PUP list right, by training camp. But I mean, like, that's so not, not a for sure thing. Yeah. It's, P. It's, Ryan is a vet. So he might be there in the first six weeks. Yeah. You know, like, you know? I'm not in love with that, man. I'm telling you, no, P. Ryan, no. he's, I think by the sixth round, I would might steal it. Because the thing is, he might, he's talented, man. I thought he looked he's very, very good. Talented, at some points. Not, I mean, this offense was just so stagnant last year. Are you worried about that? No, well, that's why Sean Payton's there. Yeah. yeah, you're either all in on Sean Payton or you're not. I agree with you. I'm just trying to be the, play the devil's advocate and bring up something to go against you. But I agree. Samaja P. Ryan's going to be a steal. And I'm staying away from Javante Williams completely. 100%. Yeah. It feels like a very J.K. Dobbins type of <laughs> exactly, and J.K. Dobbins ended up playing, producing a little bit towards the end of the season. But after he was dropped by two yeah. or three teams in you, your league, I mean, dude, you couldn't <laughs> hold him for that long. Yeah, exactly. Let other people draft him and waste their draft capital, and then you just pick him up on waivers, you know, halfway through the season or so, because he is still a talented running back. He's just not healthy at all. Uh, and then last little bit of news, some players got franchise tag, all running backs that we're going to talk about. Tony Pollard for the Cowboys, Josh Jacobs for the Raiders, and Saquon Barkley for the Giants. Uh, you guys want to hit any of those guys? Talk about them. Oh, it's I like Tony Pollard. Oh, I, I like Tony Pollard. Like, you know, he, who knows what's going to happen with Zeke, you know, but he's not currently he's as, not there. So right now he's gone. Yeah. So Tony Pollard is, you know, borderline I, I will see how he is productive but i'd say maybe rb and rb2 are you a little like, scared has that potential him coming off the injury or no i mean a little bit and you know an injury is always you was know concerning what you do but i am what was it sorry say sorry jj say it again i don't remember off the top of my head i said um okay it get on that let us know are you worried about him carrying a full load as of right now? I mean, he's the That's, best there. It is a lot to, for him to handle. Season, uh, I don't know, yeah. but so. the talent is definitely there. Where <laughs> yes, he's going to be great for for fantasy. Yes. So in theory, like if he can go, you know how he he was, that's that's great. But yeah, you do have to take those caveats in there of an injury and of him being the the sole back pretty much there, and so. It's 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 a lot of it's a hefty workload and you know it t- takes its toll. Tony Pollard suffered a high ankle sprain and broken fibula. Mm. I feel like saying he had a high ankle sprain while his leg was broken is a little <laughs> <laughs> pointless, but uh, that's what it says. Okay. So then then maybe yeah. maybe not wide res- or running back one, maybe more yeah. high end or RB two at the at the best. Um, I think I'm right there with you though because. Mm. They're clearly putting all their faith in him as of right now, so um, got to go with it. Uh, I'll talk about Barkley here. Okay, I thought yeah. Barkley had a good year last year. Uh was productive. Uh, I heard he hasn't signed this yet, though, and he said he's no, not he going won't. to, but obviously, cap, can't get your money. Uh, 
I thought by the middle of the year, though, he really slowed down and defense has kind of really attacked him. I'm hoping that this Waller signing and getting some of his receivers healthy again is able to spread the offense out so he can uh, be more productive. He's an RB1. Yeah. But he's going to have, he's up and down, man. Lower We've seen it last RB1. year. Yeah, for sure. We've seen him last year at some points, you know, he just wasn't usable. And then yeah. at some points, he was amazing. We had to start him every week. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move into some draft recap. All right, so we officially have the NFL draft. So we're going to talk about some rookies here uh, that were drafted. So let's get into it. What player landed in the perfect spot for you guys? I'll start us off here. Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. He got drafted by Carolina. We already hit on Carolina signings uh, of Thielen and Shark. Uh, Shark has missed, I think he's uh, missed 16, 17 games the last two years combined. He really is only a deep threat. I don't think he's that talented, to be honest. He hasn't really had a productive year in four years. And Alan Thielen is a little bit older. He's a vet, but he had probably his worst full season, you know, in five years last year. Uh, I mean, wasn't the touchdown red zone guy he normally is. Couldn't really get open and kind of got passed up by KJ Osborne, TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson. So I just think when you look at Mingo's opportunity, the draft capital, 6 220 good hands, quick, you know, he has the ability there to be a guy who by, you know, week four is starting to really get the offense. He starts having a little breakout. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, you know, he's a, in redraft, especially when, you know, drafts him probably in the first 10 rounds. But when you are starting to fill out your bench and take out these flyers, this guy is definitely a guy where I think, yeah, by week four, he's starting. Uh, and also a guy who I think also landed in a perfect spot, like a non-redraft, but like uh, in like, like, uh, sorry, what is it called? Dynasty? <laughs> is, Good job, uh, buddy. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Uh, is Anthony Richardson. 100%. Lock, well, yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Everything about it. All the weapons around him. The Play coaches the around him. In redraft, in my eyes, it should go to to it or one way only. Right, you go B. John Robinson, Anthony Richardson. Those are the first two picks in my eyes. He has the highest potential. Every quarterback, he can be a league winner, and I would even draft him in redraft to take a light on fire. All right, uh, player that I'll bring up is Jordan Addison, drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, another wide receiver. Uh, the Vikings this offseason, like we've talked about, Adam Thielen got cut, and then they went and drafted Jordan Addison, smaller wide receiver, 5'11", 175 pounds. But he was drafted with that first-round prowess, uh, a great route run runner, uh, can separate with his feet. He's shown that he can be a great wide receiver. In 2021, we saw him catch over 100 balls for over 1,500 yards, 17 touchdowns, uh, I think. He's going to be stepped right into that role in Minnesota, you know, battling with KJ Osborne, who's going to be the wide receiver two there behind Justin Jefferson. Um, 
going to be a great, great option for Cousins coming out of the slot. Um, there's going to be a ton of targets to go around. I mean, not a ton of targets to go around as there's so many options there, but he's got quick twitch, fast feet. He won't need a ton of receptions. He can make plays after he gets the balls in his hand. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be a great player in the NFL for the next couple of years. And I would even take him late round flyer on him and redraft. All right. So my player for the perfect spot um, for their rookie is is going to be Michael Meyer. Just when you thought it was safe to stay out after dark on the strip as an uh, NFL team, a new character, a new terror comes to the bright lights of Sin City. Coming this fall, the debut of a terror so terrifying it will leave you screaming through the entire NFL season. Michael Meyer. We first met him in the in three years ago, coming out of Notre Dame. All there were were his hands, a strong football IQ, and a deep desire to cut through opponents like a large butcher's knife through babysitters. Drafted by the Raiders in the second round of the 2023 NFL Draft, this he provides Jimmy G like a tool for just pure chaos and evil for opposing defenses. Um, and you know it's it's a nice transition for for both the Raiders and Jimmy G one for the Raiders, because like we said before, they got rid of Darren Waller and now he fills in as at that tight end position. So he doesn't have to really compete with, with too many options there. Um, and Jimmy G, you know, is used to having a, a decent tight end. Um, and so he, he gets that in, in uh, Michael Meyer, you know, he's not like the best tight end in the draft. It's maybe probably Dalton Kincaid. Um, but I think Dalton Kincaid has, you know, stuff in front of him, um, like Dawson Knox to compete with. I would love to talk about that real quick with you or with you guys. This Kincaid thing as well after you're done. All right. But yeah, he's I um I think uh Michael Meyer, love his name. Um and are you love, purposely saying his name wrong though? Because Mayor. Is it Mayor? Yeah. Well, you know what? For the bit, it's Michael Meyer. And okay, on this that's podcast, all you didn't know because uh, I was like, "Are you purposely doing this, or do you not know his name is not Meyer? It's Mayor." On this podcast, he will be referred to <laughs> as Michael Meyer. Okay, man. Um, I just I was thinking about it the whole time. I was like, "He must have done it for the bit." I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. Um, but yeah, I like I like where he, where he's at, and he can be a good tight end for you to get um, in the in a draft, and good for you probably for hopefully years to come. So on that team, because I know we didn't put a Kincaid on the worst, or we didn't put him on either one. Mm-hmm. This Kincaid getting drafted by the Bills, I mean, it kind of sucks, right? Yeah. It, it, yeah, and I like the move as like an NFL move. Yeah, you could put exactly. two tight end sets. Can't be that mad at it. And yeah, he could play a little slot receiver, but he's not really a receiver. I'm not in love with the move, man. Mm-hmm. And I I like Mayer as well going to Vegas. You know, obviously rookie tight end struggle. We've seen it for years and years and years. I think Mayer is probably a little bit different there uh, in that realm because he's older. You know, he's not. He's kind of built like one of those old Jason Witten looking mm-hmm. like 
tight ends. Uh, but as Kincaid thing, I thought it was crazy. I I like I it. I wanted like him to go talented. somewhere else. Me mm. too, I man. Really I just wanted him to fall somewhere. But it's crazy because he's not going to be tight end one. Not mm-hmm. for this season because he's not going to. Ha- Dustin Knox already has the head start there. Yeah, exactly. So how often can he get on the field? This reminds me a lot of um, Goddard and Ertz, where Goddard mm-hmm. was a second round pick, and like Goddard kind of looked better than Ertz was last year. And you're like, can we get Goddard on the field more? Yeah. Well, we're paying Ertz twelve million dollars. Well, you're paying <laughs> Dawson Knox eight million dollars. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I just thought that move was a little crazy. Yeah, I agree. All right, so what player landed in the worst spot? And I'll go first. I got Zach Charbonnet landed with the Seattle Seahawks running back. Uh, I mean, he's a good prospect. Six foot, 214 pounds. He's not going to outrun anyone or, I mean, he can run through a guy maybe once, but if the second guy comes, he's not running through people that like that. Um, he's got decent hands for a running back. Good vision, hits the holes behind a, a good line of scrimmage, which Seattle has a decent line uh line um you know he he showed that he could carry the rock too over 200 touches over a thousand yards in two seasons uh since transferring to ucla 13 plus touchdowns each season uh, a really decent prospect the problem is he was drafted in the second round to seattle who already has ken walker like, what are you doing? A thousand yard rusher, nine touchdowns scored in his rookie season. Now he's going to be splitting time with Zach Charbonnet. Uh, so now both of these guys, you know, two young, dy- like for Dynasty, this is just terrible because what was going to be all Soul Ken Walker backfield is now splitting time, which you were assuming, but I was really hoping that it was going to be with someone much worse than, than than Zach Chardonnay. Listen, man, I think you hit the head and like head on the nail perfectly. I, I you know, it's that's pretty it's much locked Carroll in. Too. Like I already want to nominate P. Carroll for this year's head coach bitch of the year award or whatever it is. The Bruce Arians bitch of the year award. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'm going to be frustrated all season. It's it's they're both good backs and they're both going to get used a lot. Which was why I want to talk about someone else later, but we'll handle that conversation later. But uh, yeah, that was my number one answer. And so I picked Roshan Johnson. Uh, I'm pretty sure I said his name wrong, but I tried, bro. Uh, he went to the Bears, fourth round pick. He was a Texas backup running back for Bijan. And obviously, Bijan's amazing. So he's going to get. Johnson was really good. And I thought he was going to get. I was hoping he'd get drafted as like kind of like. Um, like the the backups like Miles Sanders, right? Where he's kind of clear backup with Herbert Foreman. Like I'm not saying both those backs are great, but him, it's gonna feel like it's gonna be a three headed committee. He's gonna yeah. get like six touches one game, and yeah, if both both those guys get hurt, he can get more. But like in my eyes, Foreman is better than him. And so is Herbert. Herbert's have a year of offense. For, they just paid Foreman. It just feels like Johnson's is going to, it's going to take a lot for Johnson on the field. And I was kind of hoping like he'd just go somewhere where he can kind of sneak on there, show how good he is, start kind of building those touches. And he didn't really get that. Another guy who I just, I don't uh, like the situation as much 
and it's because it's Quentin Johnson, and I like him a lot. I think he's talented. But come on, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are just target he's, hogs. He's just a Mike Williams replacement, but they still mm. have Mike Williams on the team. You just <laughs> exactly. I, like but, I didn't but in my eyes, I think he's he's not one hundred percent Mike Williams replacement because he's not actually that good of a like a Physical. big body threat. Yeah, he, he's kind of a guy who kind of is like a yards after right. catch. Yeah, so I, I, I think people are like, I think he's gonna play. I think he's gonna he's gonna be sometimes good, but I think he's gonna have to share his role with Palmer and sometimes what's the other dude that only catches like deep passes? I always forget his name. Yeah, I mean, me too. But he only ca- he only catches those... like five deep passes a year. You know, like, just God, think, that could be going somewhere else. I just think that it's Josh Palmer. Stay away from. I, I, I think that just ruins Josh Palmer more than any when it does anything for anyone else here. It's just Yeah, exactly. I, I think like long term, it's gonna be a great move for him. Obviously you get to be a, with Justin Herbert for as long as your career goes, you know, with yeah. Johnson. But like I'm not in love with that for redraft. I couldn't draft yeah. him. Jalen Guyton is the guy who you're thinking about. Jalen Guyton, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guyton's going to have his eight receptions. They're going to go for 170 yards, but they're all going to... No, sorry. They'll be like 600 yards because they're all like 50-yard passes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I say he has a couple... Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with you. Like that Chicago backfield is... It's going to be a three-headed committee now, and so you're not going to really want any... And you have Justin Fields. Another yeah. basically another guy who's going to be running. running. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'll go with uh, the last pick of the second round out of Oklahoma. I'll call him the last Mimsy. It's my, it's Marvin Mims Jr. Um, he went to Denver and, you know, I he's a wide receiver and they just got a lot of people to throw to already. You have Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Greg Dulcich, but you also have Russell Wilson as your quarterback in Kaylee. There see a ton of people already like ahead of a rookie second round wide receiver. Um, they trade for him too. trade up for him. Uh, I think it's, it's great. I, I'm not like faulting him. I'm faulting like the position no, no, he falls into. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like Russell Wilson, all intents and purposes had just enough touchdowns to clog the toilets in his house last year. And like Sean Payton is there now, but it wasn't all the coaching that was the problem last year. Like there was on the players on the field were part of the issue. And, you know, he like he might be able to turn things around, but I'm just not going to be big on that offense until I can physically see it happen in this season. And I feel like he's a guy who's like probably not great for redraft, but maybe in dynasty uh, years, like a few years down the line, if if like a new regime, maybe a new quarterback, um, a potentially a different head coach or even the same head coach. But like you, you're going to have to wait on him to do anything, I think, for um, for a while. My prediction, I think that Corlin Sutton isn't on this team very long. Mm. They try to get rid of him this offseason, which I'm not saying changes really anything with Marvin Mims. Uh, but. I think it may help him a little bit, but I, yeah. I don't think they want Sutton on this team for very long. Yeah, right. Probably not. But. What player are you drafting regardless of landing spot? Good or bad? Doesn't matter. You're drafting this player. I kind of I kind of went soft on this one. Jackson Smith and Jigba. 
didn't play a ton in 2022, but in 2021 had 95 receptions, 1600 yards, nine touchdowns. The first wide receiver taken in the draft this year. He's very athletic, smooth, like butter in and out of routes. Um, just great route running, soft hands. He's going to be really good in the NFL. The problem is he was drafted by Seattle, a run first team who already has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett there, two really good wide receivers. Not scared off by it by this i disagree man that's i am scared off bro. there's um, no way you can draft him and redraft i'm dra- the thing is is in redraft especially he's going to fall and you're going to be able to take i mean he's going to fall to the middle rounds 9 10 11th round <laughs> and i'm really, i'm going to be willing to take it i think he takes over that tie locker role a little bit more than people are expecting especially towards the end of the year so if you can have him sit on your bench a little bit and he's going to have some big Dynasty. games. I would give it to you in Dynasty. Oh, for Dynasty, he's going to be amazing. But right, amazing. It's okay, can we just understand that there's a real possibility Geno Smith turns back into Geno Smith? Mm. And I think, again, I Absolutely. think Seattle, I said they could be a playoff team, and I think they can go to Super Bowl. That's the talent level. But for fantasy, mm. and there's a possibility this guy, it's, Geno Smith, has I, a one-year it's they true. run the ball so much. There's yes. no way you could put JSN is going to rot on your bench, bro. Right? There's no way. That's you're okay. Gonna I'll take the rookie flyer of, of a player that is really good. Tyler Lockett is better at <laughs> his job than JSN is. And you're not going to move Tyler Lockett a great slot just so JSN could play more. I just don't think JSN's going to have to learn to play a little bit on the outside. He's going to have to play inside. I think it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. His first game in a whole year too. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, man, I don't. Okay, I his talent level is there though. It's I 100 percent agree with you. But yeah. because I was good, before I saw you put JSN there, was going to put which person landed worst spot was going to be JSN, and that's why I wanted to talk about him so bad because I was it's, like, dang, I wish he went not a good. Else. It's not a good landing spot for him. I was hoping he, his talent. He went is, somewhere else so really bad. Good. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we all were. But yeah, yeah, it's a terrible landing spot for him. But I, I don't think it'll matter. The talent's there, though. We're saying agree with you. The talent is there. Who you got? Oh me? Oh Zay Flowers. Uh, he Zay Flowers in a very similar situation. Their receiver. The problem is his two receivers get hurt every single year. I mean, I think Odell's played twenty-one games in the last three seasons combined. Uh, Bateman has missed <laughs> multiple games each of his first two seasons. And I think Zay, jo- Zay Flowers actually might be a little bit better than Bateman uh, just because I think Bateman has to play on the outside. And I think Zay could play on the inside. Again, they're moving through our receiver sets. I just think Flowers also Jackson told him to go get, told them to go get Flowers. They're from the same city. They have a connection already. Like you're talking about, like let's bring a friend in where I like, so I can sign this contract you want. Now we're gonna. I don't know. I just I like this. I he's playing with receivers who get hurt all the time. By week six, we could see Zay Flowers as number two to Mark Andrews, and this offense still scoring thirty plus points a game. I just I I man, I like him so much. He had a shitty ass quarterback all his college years, and he still performed. I like him too. I wish he would have landed somewhere else. Like, ah, oh, this team just 
I, I think they're going to pass more, but I still don't think they're going to pass a ton. And it's going to be Mark Andrews there. Um, I, I think Zay Flowers is really good. I like the talent. I just don't know how much he produces for fantasy without scoring a bunch of touchdowns and getting a bunch of receptions. And one more guy who I would draft no matter what. It's been, this is only like dynasty. Cedric. Robinson. No, well, no. We can talk. <laughs> let's, we, 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 need, we do need to talk about some of the like Bijan and yeah, and, and, uh, quarterbacks uh, and stuff. Yeah, but with in in, in dynasty, Cedric Tillman, Tennessee receiver. He went to the Browns. Yeah, big, probably one of the biggest receivers in the class. Physical and catch point. I think he can play the X. While Mari Cooper can now move around and play the Z and the Y. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, Mari Cooper is still his number one option. But Elijah Moore, Mari Cooper, Cedric Tillman, it's getting a little bit better, you know? That's a wide yeah. receiver, especially with Watson, if he can actually recover. Replaces you know? Donovan Peoples Jones as just who was just a downfield threat. Yeah, makes Donovan Peoples Jones could be just stay that role, you know? Stay yeah, a fourth yeah. receiver. Yeah, exactly. But not good for fantasy. Keone? Who are you drafting regardless of the landing spot? So I, I said Jameer Gibbs. Um, I know that's kind of early or high in, in drafts probably, um, but especially like a, a rookie draft. Um, but I think, you know, in the draft, his prospect was like, whoa, this is not great. Why is he getting taken in the first round, especially to the Lions? But then they, you know, traded DeAndre Swift away. So it's like, okay, that backfield becomes a little bit more open. And I know DeAndre or David Montgomery is there and will be the lead back for most, if probably not all this, the whole season. Um, We've seen before that the Lions use multiple running backs in this offense and that they can be, you know, a high powered offense that can score a lot. Um, They did that last year. Their defense was garbage, so they got scored on just as much but they can score a ton of points. Um, and I think there's a role for them in this offense, you know, whether it's those goal line carries stealing touchdowns, or maybe they try to run him and see what he can do between the twenties. Um, but regardless, I think he sees time in this offense through at some point in the year. And, you know, David Montgomery, he's not old, but he has been injured before. And, you know, he might take, you know, a few games off, during the season and that's where Jameer Gibbs can come in and be like, Hey, I'm going to try and take this job or get more time and try to even it out. And I think it can be uh to worth it to, to get him. I 100% I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree too. Um, I don't know who the odds makers are for who Keone's favorite team is going to be, but they need to listen to that real quick because I think the Lions, Lions, may... Lions should be heavy favorite here. Yeah. Uh, Lions may sounds come on dude. a little bit. Uh, I would say here, Gibbs and Montgomery is an upgraded version of Williams and Swift, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, Gibbs is a first-round pick, top 12, very controversial. They're going to get him the ball. I agree with you. I don't know where I draft him in drafts. I've you got to really figure that out there because I just don't think he's going to be the goal line back. And you saw last year, Williams got most of those touches. Montgomery's going to get most of those touches, so can... Gibbs score outside the 20 or outside the 10 or wherever that mm. is. Uh, but I like him draft him. I mean, I think he's probably the third pick fourth pick in dynasty drafts. And I think he's probably rookie dynasty drafts. And, uh, and uh, I don't know where I draft him and redraft. 
Yeah. Somewhere in that running back dead zone. Yeah. Because mm. the talent's exactly. there. Where you kind of drafted, I guess, Brees Hall last year. Somewhere around there. Even though Brees moves up a lot by the end. But by like yeah. beginning of August, remember when Brees was like a fifth or sixth round draft pick? Like, oh, I like Brees Hall right here. Next yeah, thing I you know, think- he's in the third. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that's where you're looking for Gibbs at, too. Uh, B. John Robinson. Eighth okay. overall pick. Oh, I'm sorry? Oh, you know, eighth overall pick, right? Whatever it was. Okay. Uh, the Falcons. Obviously, the talent's there. He's going to be sharing a backfield with Algier. But it's probably the run, most run-heavy team in the NFL. I don't think mm-hmm. there will be much sharing between him and Algier. Mm-hmm. Like, like most teams are going to be 50-50 split, if not 30-30-30, you know? Um, this is going to be one team where there's definitely a dominant running back, which I think matters for fantasy. Um, he can catch the ball. This offensive line is top 10 in the league or so. I agree. They, I mean... Other than the quarterback position, they're they're pretty decent. Oh, we'll see with Drake London. He looked pretty decent last year. Kyle Pitts has obviously let a bunch of people down, and I don't know if mm. he dropped him for fantasy. He, but the talent's there. That, mm, we're not talking about – right now, you're not talking about fantasy. We're talking about straight talent on the NFL field. They are a very talented group other than quarterback. I agree with yeah. you. And they, I mean, they went and tried to get their defense better too with getting Jesse Bates to hold down that secondary. Um Drafted a cornerback and got okay. Keone, here's my question for you: You're the six mm. overall pick, yeah, first round. Are you drafting Bijan Robinson in in redraft? Yep, your six pick, You're right in the middle of a ten man group. Hmm. Right now, JJ just told you he's going to lead back on a team that was probably top five in rushing last year with Tyler Argier as a fourth or fifth round pick. And we just gave you a guy who people, you know, compare to Pearson, the Davis Thomas, or I mean, I like the David Thomason, uh, those top tier backs. I mean, you're not going to get it. If you have the six pick, you're not going to get him in the second round. So if like, it's either you want him or you don't want him. And so there you go. Like, I'm asking at, at that right point. Now. Yeah. So right now, do you want him or do you not want him? Um. Hmm. Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, and yeah, Jonathan Taylor more. Like and that. here's the thing. Here's why I'm saying no is because I think that fantasy is changing and has probably already changed a little bit to where wide receivers have moved up in the first round now. I'm mm-hmm. taking a Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams yeah. there at the sixth overall pick now, instead of waiting that for to get the take the first wide receiver with the 10-11 turn, you know? So I, I, I think, think I agree. I think wide I think receivers I move up. I think um Travis Kelsey, probably still a first round Thailand guy. I think Bijan never for me, the, boy. <laughs> I think he's I'll Travis Kelsey, first round Thailand for me. I'll take him there. Um, you will, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I will. End Even of the against round, I'll take me, don't be leaving the bandwagon, brother. Don't sorry. do it. I I got to stay fluid and learn from my mistakes and 
and be good at I want to be good at fantasy. And Travis Kelsey is the difference maker at the tight end position. Until he proves me otherwise, I got to just ride ride with him. So I'll be doing it again. Um, but yeah, I, I take Bijan towards the end of the first round, probably even the beginning of the second round. Um, but yeah, I agree. That's because that's overall is probably too too soon for me. We've been seeing, yeah, those wide receivers. That's where they're, you know, the five through nine kind of spot in that first round. You know, those top wide receivers, and yeah, that's probably where I would go if those top four running backs are gone. Because then I can wait to get a good running back in the second round, and then yeah. All right, let's save the quarterback talk for another time. If you want to hear us talk about all these people in more depth and more detail, go ahead and follow us on Twitch at FFDaydreamers, twitch.com slash FFDaydream or Daydreamer Media, whatever one you guys mm-hmm. want to follow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so do that. Follow us. Click the notification bell so that way you guys never miss that. We also have a website, fantasydaydreamers.com. Uh, we got everything up over there, Instagram, Twitter at FF Daydreamers. And if you want to contribute to the Daydreamers, Daydreamer Media, patreon.com slash Daydreamer Media would really help out over there. Um, so, yeah, that'll do it for our podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, subscribe wherever, wherever you guys listen, follow, subscribe, whatever it's called, on whatever platform you listen to. Tell your friends we're going to be putting podcasts out about once a month this off season and ramping up as the fantasy season starts so just uh stay tuned for those and get some we'll learning still be live streaming don't worry mm-hmm. guys. and we live stream on twitch every week so just come hang out <laughs> <laughs>